Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Today on Things You Should Know, the history of the Statue of Liberty. So hang around. Here at Things You Should Know Podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users? Or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as, are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome to Things You Should Know. I'm your host, Kelly. It's my pleasure to welcome you into the studio and the podcast today. Hope you guys are having a great day. This is a Monday, so I hope it is the beginning of a fantastic week. Coming off an awesome weekend, so good feelings all around. Wanted to welcome you guys quickly into the show, particularly first-time listeners. If this is your first time, quickly, before you forget, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that in 48 hours when we upload new content, you can be the first to listen. Those of you who have been hanging out with us since day one, thank you for continuing to support the podcast. We really do appreciate you. Please make sure you are continuing to like Share and subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, like our Facebook page, and share our content with your family, friends, loved ones, and associates. Today, things you should know, our topic is the Statue of Liberty, which many of us think we know a lot about. Uh, But when we investigate, as we do with so many things, we find out, hey, I didn't know that. And perhaps you're going to have one of those epiphanies today. So I thought we'd talk about the history of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, We um, run across topics every now and then that people are searching for and we wonder why. And as we get through this, some of the some of it may become evident. Give me your poor. Well, let me do it in order. Give me your tired. Give me your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. 
Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. This is what's inscribed uh, on the Statue of Liberty. And I'm sure you've heard it before as people talk about the Statue of Liberty. So what are your what are your thoughts like? Why is there a Statue of Liberty? How did we get it as the United States? Did we build it? Did, did we get it from somewhere? What does it mean? What does it symbolize? The words uh, are part of the words I just read. They're part of a book called The New Colossus. And it's a sonnet written in 1883 by a fifth generation American Jew named Emma Lazarus. These iconic words that I mentioned to you are etched into bronze uh, on the pedestal of the Statue of Liberty. She wrote the new Colossus to help raise money for the pedestal of the new statue at the request of a friend. She was known for working for and working with East European Jewish refugees, and she was a poet. And today her words are etched in history there on the Statue of Liberty. So we're going to talk about what it represents and why and how she got involved. Okay, first piece of information, perhaps you did, perhaps you didn't know this, but the Statue of Liberty was a gift. Statue of Liberty, uh, which has become a legendary representation of New York City and even America to those who live outside of America. Uh, it's hard to imagine a time when we didn't have it. It began uh, in the 1860s when French poet and anti-slavery activist Edward de La Brulee proposed the idea of a post-Civil War commemoration of America's newfound freedoms and democracy. So this is the epicenter. This is the genesis. Uh, the French proposed a idea, a com commemoration, a commemorative gift to America for its freedoms and democracy, for basically abolishing slavery. This poet, he believed France should give a great monument as a gift to the United States to celebrate both the Union's victory in the Civil War and the abolition of slavery. This is why France gave the Statue of Liberty to the United States. OK, maybe you didn't know that. The idea resonated uh, with the sculpture. His name was Frederick. Auguste Barthold, B-A-R-T-H-O-L-D-I. So Barthold-I, or I know I'm mispronouncing it, but you have the spelling. This gentleman had been uh, experimenting with large-scale works and wanted to take this piece on. His goal was, the original goal, was to complete the ambitious endeavor by 1876 to mark the centennial of America's Declaration of Independence, which was, of course, 1776. The statue, in addition to representing the abolishment of slavery and the Union's victory in the Civil War, would represent the goodwill also between America and France. Now, something of this magnitude, of course, is going to require some finances. So uh, these two groups had to get together and figure out how we're going to raise money to make this happen. And to raise the necessary funds for the construction, the French government introduced everything from public fees 
to a funding lottery, fundraising lottery, and the U.S. held auctions and benefit theater events, theatrical events. The poet Lazarus penned the New Colossus for the art and literary auction to help generate money for the pedestal. So there are a number of folks involved in raising money to make this happen. Uh, there was a experienced engineer, a sculptor, brought in to assist. So this gentleman's name was Alexandre Gustave Eiffel. He was responsible for, you guessed it, he's the architectural mind behind the Eiffel Tower. Now, together, both uh, Bertholdi and Eiffel helped design this 450,000-pound structure and specifically had a hand in planning out the iron pylon and the secondary skeletal framework. These are all architectural terms, of course. So when was it completed? The Statue of Liberty was finally completed in France in July of 1884. It arrived in New York Harbor in June of 1885. It was in 350 individual pieces. It was packed in 214 crates. This dateline, 1885, was about 10 years after its original projected debut. The Statue of Liberty became an official New York City icon. And then President Grover Cleveland, he oversaw the declaration and the dedication ceremony, which happened on October the 28th, 1886. Some specifics about the lady herself. Uh, she, her full name, first of all, is the Statue of Liberty Enlightening the World. The Statue of Liberty Enlightening the World. The statue's face was apparently inspired by the face of the sculptor's mother. It's made from iron. Uh, it's steel and it's 300 layers of hand hammered copper weighing about 31 tons. 31 tons. Lady Liberty herself stands about 111 feet tall. She reaches an astounding 305 feet uh, if you take her pedestal and torch into account. That's the equivalent of, let's say, a 22-story building. So with the pedestal, the piece on the bottom, and with her torch, she can be as tall as 305 feet. Just, you know, uh, her is 111 feet there's copper coating. It's about three and 32 inches thick, which is about 2.5 millimeters. Happens to be the same thickness as two pennies placed together. The internal structure, however, is comprised of cast iron and stainless steel. So she's built very, very well. As for the color, the signature hue, that is due to the natural oxidation of copper. And if you've ever had any copper in your home and it's gotten wet or been exposed to the elements or just any water over time, it does turn this uh, greenish tint, if you will. Uh, when the statue was completed in 1886, she had more of a copper penny tinge. So when she first came, she was more of a brown bronze texture, just like a penny would be. And over time, the oxidation uh, grew to the sort of a sea green color, otherwise known as patina. In 1984, the statue got a makeover. Her original torch was replaced 
by new one, a copper one, that was covered in 24 karat gold, the leaves were. So if you look there now, that's what you should see. Now, again, the enduring meaning of the Statue of Liberty, which is really the focus of today's Did You Know? Things You Should Know. Uh, the Statue of Liberty did emerge from a desire to represent an alliance between the two countries, America and France. Its core meaning is a mutual desire for freedom, for freedom and liberty for all people all over the world. It's no accident that the Statue of Liberty was placed to face southeast. From that vantage point, she makes a perfect welcoming symbol for visitors and immigrants from her home of Liberty Island. The second pointed crown on her head symbolizes the seven continents and the seven seas. The broken shackles at her feet represents freedom from oppression. So you got symbols on her head, seven continents, seven seas. These are the seven pointed crowns. And then her broken shackles on her feet, if you've ever even noticed that, this is and should represent the freedom from oppression. Lady Liberty possesses a few other symbols as well. She's holding a tablet in her left hand. It's inscribed with the dates of July 4, 1776. Of course, we know that's the American Independence Day. Uh, it's written in Roman numerals, however. Uh, the giant torch in her right hand is meant to represent enlightenment, a fitting uh Accessory for the Lady Liberty enlightening the world. Liberty enlightening the world. So the torch is meant as enlightenment. Now, as for the poem from uh, Miss Lazarus, uh, some history experts believe that uh, the architect had originally envisioned uh, Lady Liberty as a symbol of America uh, exuding its own freedom. The new colossus represent America as a refuge for oppressed people seeking liberty. And I think, if nothing else, most people generally know that that that's probably the general sentiment. If you ask people, what is it? What does the you know Statue of Liberty mean? Most people will will use some term that uh, would indicate a refuge for oppressed people around the world seeking freedom, seeking better ways of life. And we've heard this in social studies and. Uh, classes, you know, since we were kids. Uh, but I want to draw your attention to some of these key individuals who have uh, made these types of contributions to so that the statue is here and that you understand its uh, origin. Uh, again, this was a gift from France. Uh, this was not made by America or in America. It was built in France. And France's uh, number one uh, statement was that there should be something to commemorate uh, freedom, the abolishment of slavery. That's why the statue uh, was was sent. And in addition, and since, uh, it has represented freedom for all people, a country where uh, people could come and uh, chase their dreams and live in a free, uh, in, a, in a free society. So I hope I've... Uh, sketched over, jumped over some stuff today and brought to your attention some things that you didn't know about the Statue of Liberty. Uh, we've all seen it. Many of us have been there on the tours, whether it was uh, through vacation or possibly through a school type of uh, field trip. And certainly we've seen it uh, on the news and, and 4th of July. You know, you see this symbol, symbol everywhere, even, even on our money and different things like that. So, 
Uh, that is the background between, or that's the background of the Statue of Liberty. I appreciate you uh, hanging out with me today. This was quick, uh, quick and sweet, and I hope to uh, be with you again in two days. So you come back and check us out and see what we have planned for then. Otherwise, just have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.